0: Suicide note, but end up founding a tech startup. Yeah. yeah, we've been there. Startup culture, right? You sit down, you start drafting. You're like, damn, if I can plan my fucking suicide, I can write a business plan. <laughs> oh my god, let's start looking for venture capital in this bitch. Oh, I hope you guys have had a great week. I spent I spent another day aging, and um, yeah, I had a birthday this year. Another year older, another inch off my hairline. It was good to look in the mirror. You know, when you, have you ever had this? You look in the mirror and you're like, "Whoa, oh, don't you look like a knockoff Steve Byrne. I've come to the conclusion. I'm like, I found out that I, I'm pretty good, though. Like, I consider myself like a Tenderloin 6. But like a Mission District 3. And in North Beach, I don't exist in North Beach. Just not meant to be seen. Man, oh, it has been a crazy... Crazy, four decades, four decades of political scandals. Yeah, we've gone all the way from deep throat to deep state. Deep state, now that's the crazy one though, all right? Deep state, is it real? Is it just a conspiracy theory? Some people say it is. Some people say, "Well, you're crazy, fake news. I don't know about you guys, but personally, I've never seen, to make a porn analogy for you, I've not seen something this hotly, the existence of something this hotly disputed since squirting. Yes, the deep state is the squirting of American politics. Is it real? Or are you just rubbing your face and piss? I don't know! It's real. Now, where do we go from here? Well, I don't know. That's why these mics come with, uh, they come with cords, so whenever you have a bad set and you bomb, you can be rest assured to know how to end it. Uh, just like my career. But in all seriousness, guys, when it comes to writing, remember brevity is the soul of wit. Be mindful of that as you draft your suicide notes. Eh? Purple prose does not a good suicide letter make. Oh, you want to say more with less. When it comes to writing, be a Nietzsche, don't be a Kant. Uh, You guys think that Trump would be a more popular president uh, if he had phrased it, grab them by the means of production? (laughs) That's the wokest joke I wrote. Ah, woke. Why is it the same people that use that term unironically are the same ones you want to put to sleep? Just my opinion, but uh, the sex robots—they're coming, right? Everybody's talking about the sex robot. The sex robots are coming. Uh, I'm not that impressed. I think sex robots can be a niche for just a bunch of nerds. Never gonna live up to the hype. The sex robots really are the bitcoins of human relationship. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Suzuki! I'm having so much fun! We have two more comics tonight, and uh, I couldn't figure out who this next one was because I don't interact with people in real life, I just look them up on Facebook and then hope that they're, I see their faces in real life. So I'm not sure who you are, but if you're here, Chris Bragg, it's your turn to come up to the mic! Give it up! How's it
2: going, guys? <clears throat> I'm going to sit down because I'm uncomfortable. And you guys are about to be uncomfortable. So uh the other day I was in a math class and uh <laughs> Thanks. I was in math class and uh my teacher comes and she's like, "All right. We're going to write a letter to your friend." And I'm like, "Okay." And she says, "You're going to write a letter to your friend and tell them they keep practicing and they put in their effort, they can su- succeed at what they want to do. Now I know what you're thinking, and I'm thinking the same shit. Why does my pre-statistics class sound like a 12-step program? <laughs> I have no idea. I can't tell you why. I, on the other hand, like to keep my drinking problems to myself. <laughs> but what is she talking about? Inspiring and practicing an effort? That's some fucking Mickey Mouse Clubhouse shit. If I really wanted to inspire someone, truly, I'll just pull them off the street and be like, hey, God isn't real. <laughs> he doesn't exist. Get that baggage out, okay? And if he does exist, he's a fucking asshole, okay? He gives little kids cancer, and Nickelback is still putting out albums. <laughs> like, what the fuck? What is up with that band? How are they still relevant? I don't fucking get it. No, so... Uh, so I didn't write it. So I didn't write the letter because I'm not going to do it. And so she comes over and she's like, she's like, Chris, like, like, aren't you going to write the letter? I'm like, no, I'm not going to write the fucking letter. And she's like, well, why not? Don't you have any friends you want to inspire? I'm like, friends, friends. I'm 21 years old, with braces and type one diabetes. I don't have friends. Okay. Oh man. Yeah. I've had diabetes for 11 years and people always come up to me and they tell me like oh you have diabetes hmm you can't eat whatever you want huh you can't eat sugar you can't have that shit and I'm like well fuck you no but that's like going up to someone with cancer and just looking at them and going you have cancer fuck you're gonna die (laughs) oh man I wonder what a diabetes meet diabetes like dating site would look like I want to see that shit. <laughs> I picture a lady coming up. She's like, hi, are you alone? Are you shaky? Are you tired? Well, odds are you're a type one diabetic experiencing low blood sugar, but don't worry. Join this dating website and you can seize up anywhere and someone will catch you. <sighs> so as you can see, I'm uh, not that tall. Even though I'm sitting, <laughs> um, I like to think of myself as like fun size. You guys know what fun size is? You know, you go to like a Seven Eleven and you get a Snickers bar, and fun size is like bef- is like. So you have regular, and then you have fun size. I like to look at myself as fun size, but for like sex. So like I'm not I'm not as so I'm not six one, but I'm in just as enjoyable as someone who's six <laughs> one, and I'm a lot cheaper. Ah, uh, man. I date tall women. I'm dating a girl who's 6'6". Six, six, because when I was a younger kid, I liked to climb trees. Um, so, yeah, now I'm trying to live out my childhood fantasy of climbing my girlfriend and also eating out her pussy while standing. I'm pretty sure they say that's, like, healthy for you. I'm pretty sure on Oprah, I saw Dr. Oz say... If you eat pussy while standing, you'll lose weight. (laughs) All right, that's my time? All right, thank you very much, guys.
1: Chris Bragg, everybody, keep it going for Chris Bragg. So earlier when I said we had two more comics, uh, remember how I said that? So pretend like I didn't say it then, and I'm going to say it now. So now we have two more comics. Just kidding about that other shit. I'm really excited to see our next comic. It's very funny, dude. Uh, give it up for Ashton Tate. You treat me with love and kindness. I will
3: Thank you. To Good to be here. Uh, I've been living in San Francisco four years. I feel like this place is changing too quickly. Too much change. Like, I went to a Tesla store the other day. I was like, Hey. I remember when this used to be a Subaru dealership, a nice mom and mom business. <laughs> um, one cool thing though is that there's a large Chinese culture in town, I think that's pretty cool. Like I, I found that I've interacted with so many Chinese people that I've learned Mandarin. Uh, I didn't know that until I went to China and I was able to go up to anyone and ask if they were done with their cans. <laughs> Just came right out of me, cool. Been trying to be more productive recently. Got an audio book. Uh, it's a tantric sex audiobook. It's just a guy repeating, I can't do this. <laughs> who knows what'll happen? Um, I don't like Bob Marley. No offense to anyone who does. I feel like uh, my, my friends always say I don't like Bob Marley because I don't smoke weed. I feel like you always hear like Bob Marley and weed. You know, you don't hear like other things that help make music good. You know, no one cares. And I'm like, dude, you haven't tried Hoobastank until you've tried him in cargo pants cool um all right you guys ever try and go to brunch and see that the line's really long and think about leaving and then realize it's the women's march (laughs) no it's happened to me um a lot of gals want to get rid of man spreading i agree i think it's i think it's yeah get rid of it but uh I'm always surprised when like a guy is isn't for it, you know. Well, I'm not. I guess I'm not surprised because it's like they can't even do it, you know, because they like their jeans are always too tight. I just think like I don't think it's all guys who do it, you know. I think it's a specific type of guy who does it, and those are the type of guys I wouldn't even want to sit next to anyway. You know what I mean? It's not. It's not all of them. I mean, for instance, I saw a guy, big guy, sitting down on the bus. Spread. He saw me notice him. He got. He got narrower. And then he was like, you know, I just that's that's not the type of guy I want to sit next to, That's all I'm trying to say. Um, I think uh, I'm looking forward to dating. When I get older, I feel like dating will be cool. Like my grandma, she's 78. She's been single for seven years. She told me she was like, Ashton, dating is great at my age because I can see multiple men at the same time. And they never figure it out because all older men smell the same. Uh, yep It's pretty cute She said the closest She said the closest She got to being caught Was she was seeing One of those guys Who had the four walk Four legged walkers You know what I mean And then her other guy Came home and he was like Hey, whose tennis ball is this? (laughs) I use a Spalding And this says Wilson Who's Wilson? (laughs) Grandma's cool You guys know the granny shot In basketball You guys know that shot? Yeah Not many people know The granddad shot It's the same thing Except you explain Why you don't trust Koreans (laughs) Good granddads are good. Uh, You guys like drinking? Yeah. You ever uh, play that drinking game where you watch a movie and you take a sip whenever you remember you're by yourself? (laughs) Do that. All right, that'll do it for me. My name's Ben Ashton. Have a good night. Bye.
1: our next comic uh i don't know she's on her like 800th set this month i think Uh, i do see her every time i come to san francisco which is pretty awesome because she's one of my favorite comedians give it up right now for nicole kalaseek
4: i'm a favorite oh god i'm just gonna bomb now just to spite that wonderfully generous intro you have such a brightly colored sweater. What is, what is going on with you right now? You're a bright m- Oh, that's what it is. I was like, you can't be from here. There's too much joy radiating off of you. It's a different thing. It's a different thing. Um, <clears throat> so I was catching up with my sister the other day. Uh, my sister actually is 10 years younger than I am. But we did go to the same high school. And uh, I was just joking around with her about some of the same teachers that we had. 10 years apart, still. I was like, yeah, I remember Ms. Woodrow from PE. And she was like, wait, I didn't have Ms. Woodrow. And what's PE? I was like, PE, like physical education, like the torture, that's the common denominator for all of us as adults. And she was like, I don't understand, I didn't do that. Um, And I was like, what did you do for exercise in school then? And she said, oh, we just did yoga. And isn't that fucking insane? Is that something that you guys knew about? That I knew the younger generation was getting hella spoiled, but I did not know to that degree. That's shit I have to pay to do. And she's getting to breathe through her experiences and center herself in high school. Or she got to, I suppose. That's why she's a much more centered human than I am. And I fucking had to go through torture and I feel like that's so unfair, like I don't understand how the younger generations ever, like millennials, I mean I guess I technically am one too, but I don't understand how younger millennials are ever expected to like join the workforce fully or become functional parts of human society because that's their standard of expectation is free yoga. At free school. That's insane. You're from Africa. My parents are from Bolivia. Neither of these things were things available to them. I don't know. If yeah. Well, they're not. No. Well, you're way closer to here than I thought you were going to be. But but I just feel like it's, uh, it's fucking nutty, right? It's insane. Because PE is important. PE actually prepares you for what life is actually like, doesn't it? PE is just a series of meaningless exercises that don't stimulate you whatsoever. And mostly, what we remember is just running in a circle over and over and over again with no specific explanation and no real destination to go to. And that's what actual adulthood is like, isn't it? (laughs) She's not ready for that at all. Just a thing that's been stewing in me for a minute. Anyway, I'm just super jealous, I think. Uh, let's see. I like weed. I'm happy that weed's legal now. Are you guys happy about that? I feel like most of the Bay Area is like, I've been doing it. <laughs> Old news, Nicole. I'm excited. My primos aren't going to get arrested anymore in Southern California. I think that's pretty dope. Uh, What I'm less a fan of are weed PSAs. Have you heard them at all? They're They're all over the radio and they all go the same. They're so annoying, right? They're just like, I'm hip, I'm cool, I smoke weed for my back pain, for my menstrual cramps, for my mental illness issue, but I would never smoke weed and drive. Whoa, very important lesson from the weed nannies in the state. And it's so annoying to me because we've what? We've had so little to unify over as a country, as a state, the last year. And the one thing we could all just like fucking enjoy for two seconds is just smoking out in public with your best friends, no big deal. And we're already getting told how to do it, when to do it right. It's so fucking annoying. We're all just trying to relax and have a moment together and have some unity, right? I'm just trying to get high and drive, just let me fucking chill, you know? This is probably a good time to mention that uh, I drive for Lyft, so (laughs) if any of you need a ride after the show, let me know, get you into the VIP meet and greet together. Thanks everyone, that's my time. I'm Nicole.
1: Give it up one more time for Nicole. And for all the comedians that performed tonight, very exciting. Very proud of all of you guys. I got to drive back to Santa Cruz. My name's Creep Pal. Have a great night.
5: Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. my friends here at mutinyradio.f and chester cashcock here and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there and uh, i just wanted to let you guys know that anytime i go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash i can't help but listen to pamtastic's comedy clubhouse every friday from 8 to 10 p.m i mean if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pam Tastics books the best of San Francisco and beyond's underground comics, it's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastics, deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere five dollars. And five dollars <laughs> I use that to wipe my tushy with. See, I made it work $5. again. I, mean, ah. what I use to wipe my tushy with, so to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitable. In but if you can't it. make it to Mutiny Randy, well, don't even worry. Don't at all. You can simply download the podcast post show and giggle in the comfort of anyone, like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So, all you got to do is just go to slash comedy clubhouse, or you can